the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is your regularly programmed show. You know that word programmed. I want to hit on that today. You know, uh, while I was waiting for our program show, I'm listening to the news. And here in Mansfield, Texas, right outside of Arlington, uh, there's an active shooter uh, in one of the schools, Timberview High School. And uh, uh, thoughts and prayers are to those people. It's right, uh, right outside of Arlington, Texas, where I'm from. And matter of fact, I used to have 20 acres in Mansfield. Used to go to First Baptist of Mansfield, so uh, it's my old stomping ground. So keep your thoughts and prayers uh, for those people out there. And you know that's really what today's show is about. You know we uh, we are um, program creatures. Uh, it's said that everybody has a god. You know whether you believe in a spiritual entity called God or you do not. We all have a master. You know, if you think about it, we're all subject to someone or something. We all have some guiding force that directs us and makes us feel like we are uh, doing well or not doing well. And the key in life is to find out what is this standard. You know, you got to have a standard. And whether this standard is appropriate for us today and where we want to go tomorrow. You know, we need to know who, what is our God, our driving force. You know, why, why do we need to know this? Because every God demands a sacrifice. One thing I learned a long time ago, if your God is your work, it demands a sacrifice. Uh, if your God is your wife, it demands a sacrifice. If your God is your family, it, that's right, right? Every God demands a sacrifice. And, you know, if you think about it, we all exchange our time for this purpose, to to accomplish our thing. You know, like Joe Biden keeps saying, you know the thing, well... What is your thing in life? You know, we sacrifice our most precious asset, time, to this God, to this thing. Uh, And our belief systems, our life scripts, and our self-talk dictates our actions and how we feel about those actions. And really, technically, if you think about it, this becomes our master. This becomes our God. And today, uh, I want to talk about obedience. Obedient, and uh, you know it's the word of the day because uh, obedient, by definition, uh, it's an adjective. Uh, it's complying or willing to comply with orders or request, submissive to another's will, uh, obeying or willing to obey, complying with or submissive, submissive to authority. Interesting. Uh, other words for obedient: compliant, docile, tractable, yielding deferential, respectful, uh, and opposites, get rid of this, recalcitrant. Love that word, recalcitrant. 
resisting authority or control, not obedient or compliant, refractory, hard to deal with, manage or operate. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about this. We are all obedient to certain things, whether we realize it or not. And those things, as I said, are three things. They are belief systems, they are life scripts, and they are self-talk. And whether you're talking about a system, a self, whatever it is, we are all obedient. We all follow certain rules, and you got to get this. Uh, And today, we're blessed because we're going to have a graduate join us who had just been through my Leadership Awakening class. Uh, And she's going to share the impact that this training has had on her life. And uh, she's a strong woman. She's a woman who really uh, knows who she is. She's a woman that has patterns, just like all of us have patterns. And, you know, I want you to realize that the patterns that we have in our life get us what we want and get us what we get. You know, in in my class, my Leadership Awakening, which you can read about at likeitmatters.net, I put a lot of pressure on people. And I don't put pressure on them to to be mean or to get them mad. I put a lot of pressure on them so they can see their patterns. Right, we we have patterns in ourselves. You know, the reason we're getting what we're getting is because we're doing what we're doing. And if you don't like the results, then change the approach. And as you change the approach, you change the results. And you know, Einstein called that insanity, crazy, doing the same pattern over and over and expecting different results. It's like cooking. You know, I love to cook, love to cook, and I'm a kinesthetic cooker, meaning I don't really measure things. You know, I just, I know ingredients and I I cook by smell, I cook by taste, I cook by feel, uh, and I throw stuff in and most of the time it's pretty good. Every once in a while I'll bite into something that I've made hundreds of times before and normally made it really well and it's not that well. You know why? Because I slightly changed the pattern. And sometimes when you just slightly change the pattern, you change the outcome drastically. And that's really what my leadership training does, is we get people to live and examine life. First of all, we have them take a look at their lives. And this is really important because we must live and examine life. The, the Bible tells us to examine ourselves. The Bible tells us that if we judge ourselves, that God doesn't need to judge us. And it was Socrates in Plato's Apology that said, the unexamined life is not worth living. And what Socrates was teaching was the need to live a life while all things are parsed for their meaning. A life lived on autopilot, following the great mass of humanity, takes most of life for granted. It is a life lived without reflection, without much meditation, and consequently, without much understanding. Life is reduced to a set of tasks to be completed. You know what we call it? The daily grind, right? And as reflection and contemplation wither, inevitably wonder, awe, and worship suffer as well. On one level, examining life for its meaning sets us apart from animals, right? Right? Animals eat. Animals sleep. Animals reproduce, right? They get food. They build shelter, right? Animals do not look at the sky, however, and simply ask why. And as a believer, I'm a believer in God. As a believer, I believe that I'm called to live in an ordered universe that was designed and created by an intelligent being. But it only follows that we should examine all of life for meaning. And that's what I do in, in my training. And that's what I do in this radio show. But let's be honest. The same pattern 
that creates these uh, these habits, if you will, these patterns in life show up in other things. They show up in systems, right? Systems are patterns as well, whether you're talking about the earth and water, whether you're talking about pollution, right? These are all systems, and there's patterns. There's a pattern for something good, right? We're going to save the planet, and so now we're doing things different so we can have a different outcome. There's patterns for self. And in my training, I have people take a look at their patterns and ask themselves a simple question. Are these patterns getting them what they want? The same thing happens in society. And so we got to make sure that we're obedient to the right thing. And today we're going to talk about obedience. Matter of fact, um, let's drop that first uh, drop from JP, if you don't mind, on obedience. Hi, would you like to know how to be more obedient? (laughs) Of course you would. It helps get rid of things like freedom, self-expression, and happiness. But being strictly obedient not only means you're contributing to a better world, it also gives you a life you'll enjoy living. So pay close attention so you can learn how to be more obedient. See, if you're going to be obedient, I learned a long time ago, you might want to make sure you're obedient to the right things. Because there are friends in our lives. I just had a young kid in my class, a 60-year-old kid, who's been obedient to things that are not good. And it's got him in trouble. And he had to run away. So not only do we want to be obedient, but we want to make sure we're obedient to the right things. Because let's be honest, we live in a country right now of a whole bunch of sheeple that are being obedient to things that are destroying this country. And by the way, it's no different than most of us. In my training, I get a lot of people that are coming in that are running patterns that they've ran before. They're obedient to their past. They're obedient to negative self-talk. And they're obedient to belief systems and not serving them well. So if you're going to be obedient, make sure you're obedient to the right things. And that's what we're going to take a look at today on Like It Matters Radio. Obedience to those things that are proper in our life to get us what we want. And then the bigger picture, what are the things in society that we are being obedient to and should be obedient to. So I'm Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about obedient. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic. Which arm? 
Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again, because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Live in fear. You can't be obedient unless you're first constantly in fear. So be sure to pay very close attention to words and headlines that are designed to make you scared. Words like COVID cases and headlines constantly reminding you how many people could die rather than how many have died will help you. Believe censorship is protecting you. Instead of knowing you're an intelligent adult who can think for yourself, Understand you need the supreme leaders of Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey to tell you what's true and hide everything else from you to protect you from your own thoughts. (laughs) It's not condescension. It's protection. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And you're back. Uh, one hour of power. That's what we call it. We work on our thinking. We work on living and examine life. We work on being a little bit better today than yesterday, a little truth bit better tomorrow therapy. than today. And, and a lot of truth therapy. And, you know, I just, as I'm sitting here waiting for the uh, commercial break to end, I get this on my phone. It says, parent alert. Due to a situation at another Arlington area school, Burton campuses are in a soft lockdown, which means there are no unknown visitors or outside activities for students. Otherwise, classes continue as normal. We'll send another alert as soon as the soft lockdown is canceled. If you don't know, in Mansfield, which is just right outside of Arlington here, where I used to, where I had a 20-acre ranch, uh, there's an active shooter. Uh, and this is what we're talking about today. There's a lot of fear in the world. And it's not just in the country. It's not just in our community. It starts in ourselves. And that's why I do what I do. I put a little pressure on people in my training. And then I show them a mirror. And I ask them, is this all there is? Because you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. In other words, when someone's in a base of fear, they are reactionary. They react in a normal pattern. And so today we want to talk about that because we don't have to be stuck in that pattern. We don't have to be stuck in our past. We don't have to be stuck in our life scripts. 
we don't have to be stuck in our self-talk. We can consciously choose to do something different. And see, that's the key with obedience. Two things. One, you have to make a choice to be obedient. And number two, you got to ask yourself, what am I being obedient to? Is it serving me well? Is it serving my family well? Is it getting me from where I want to be, uh, from where I am now, to where I want to be? And if not, then you need to change the script. You need to change the self-talk. You need to change the program. And that's what we do at Like It Matters. And that's what we do in Leadership Awakening. And so I always love the week after a class because we get to be joined uh, by incredible people, people who went through my training, some of them willingly, some of them unwillingly, uh, people who were pushed and prodded and uh, made to feel uncomfortable, made to be a little bit confused uh, at the beginning. But boy, once they commit to the process and once they come become obedient to the right thing, which is in class my way, boy, change. Change takes place that most people think is impossible. Most people think uh, not probable, uh, but it happens every single time. And next year I'll be celebrating 30 years, so I know what I'm talking about. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Bobby Joe to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Bobby Joe? I'm good. How are you? You know, I'm in the hands of God, just like you are, you know. So uh, thank you so much uh, for, for joining me. I know you're busy. And uh, uh, so last weekend I came out to Las Vegas, and uh, we spent the weekend together. So, uh, uh, And your husband allowed it. Go figure. Go figure, right? <laughs> so uh, tell me, what brought you to Leadership Awakening? What, what brought you outside my door on Thursday night? Well, I was I was rather resistant to be quite honest no. because I didn't know what to <laughs> what to expect. I I went there with like what can I what can I gain for this from this and and maybe not necessarily what could I gain. Maybe I could I could inspire or touch somebody or help somebody also. Um, and so with the push of of my husband and. Uh, Mike Rhodes, of course, I had a long yeah. conversation with him prior, um, kind of put me right where I was. Yeah, you know, uh, we were brought to Vegas. Uh, she mentioned Mike Rhodes. Mike Rhodes owns a company called Ecotent that uh, her husband works for, and uh, he's been sending a lot of his employees and team members for the last year. Uh, and then he said, hey, what does it take to get you to come to Vegas? And we figured that out. And I went to Vegas, and uh, her husband, Jay, had went through the class a couple months before. Now, did it make an impact on Jay? Did you notice a difference when Jay got back? Uh, yeah. Jay, Jay got cool. back, and he had a positive attitude. And, you know, and, and quite honestly, I kind of looked at him like, uh, come on, what are you doing? But then, <laughs> you know, he was he was excited when he came back, and I, and I acted excited. But I, I was kind of like, I still don't understand because he's not a very good um, – communicator in telling yeah. me and then he said I can't really tell you everything so um, he, he he definitely made a change for the better um, yeah. you know all the way around I think yeah well and uh, you're you're I mean you lead people right you work in the, the pharmacy industry or something like that that's correct I have yeah, a and so you're 
Yeah, you got a team of nine. And matter of fact, at the end of class, you said, hey, you know, I'm some of the things that you were saying, but I say all the time and all this and that. So some of it was uh, encouragement for you. Some of it was a rem- a telling you that you're doing a lot right. But there was also opportunity to grow and get outside of some of your past. Is that, is that fair to say? That is absolutely fair to say. Awesome. And uh, so be honest with me, you know, five minutes, we're, we're just getting started Thursday night, um, five minutes into it. What are you thinking? What's going through your head? <laughs> so you want me to be honest? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. <laughs> um, uh, quite honestly, I was like, who the hell does this guy think he is? I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I bring a lot. I bring a lot. I put a lot of pressure on you. It's a. I always equate it to a you know a pimple. You know a pimple that's not formed. You put, squeeze it. Put a, it's a little painful, but you're you're working get the the infection up to the top. And and without you realizing it, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting a lot of pressure. And you know early on, I tell people you know the same pattern that brought you to this door is not the same pattern. Uh, that you can take from this point forward. And yet a lot of people, and you notice it, stayed in their old patterns, right? They were still obedient to an old way of doing things. And and you were kind of similar right at the beginning. Is that fair to say? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But at some point you made a shift, and everybody does if they're going to stay in my class. Everybody does at some point where you went from doing it your way to to maybe opening up or trusting, right? What happened? A shift had to take place somewhere for you to give up obedience to your old way and start doing it my way. What do you, what do you think the shift was? Was it a belief system? Was it an activity? Uh, where do you think that shift took place? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think that um, by the end of the first night, I started uh-huh. to say to myself, why are you resisting? What do you have to lose? Like yep. you, you have nothing to lose. All you have is to gain and, you know, accept the process and trust in it and move forward. You know, it's only going to make you better in all actuality because, you know, I had walls built up and I had, you know, as you told me in class, a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. Um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's all about moving forward, and you cannot allow your past to find who you become today and who you become in the future. Yep, and and that's why you know today I'm talking about obedience, and we're gonna you know you're gonna be on with me for two segments, but I'm gonna after we get done talking about the individual, I want to take it corporately into us and as a community and as a country because uh, you're also dealing with that, with whether you're talking about coronavirus, whether we're talking about vaccines, whether we're talking about now you can't even go to a school board meeting now and complain or the DOJ is going to be knocking on your door. That's just, it's like getting weird. It's this, this word obedient, it's really hit me. What are we supposed to be obedient to? But, you know, because we are, we, we get in patterns, we get in these ruts, these ways of doing things and and in a way if you think about it, it's an obedience to the past and one thing i know that there's three r's to survival regret resent and resistance and whenever we're living in those three r's of survival we're always living in the past and there's nothing wrong with the past there are some good things from the past you know uh you know in the book of revelation when jesus talking in the church at ephesus he says you know i have one thing against you that you've forgotten your first love and he says go back to what you did before so 
there are times in the past there's some good things to remind ourselves, but a lot of times we get stuck in the past. And you are a powerful woman, Bobby Joe. I mean, you're a leader of people. Like I said, you work in the pharmaceutical industry. You got nine people you lead. You're a, you're a motivator. You're an inspirer. But I did tell you, I said, you know, one thing that I see happening to you, kind of like Jesus said to the church at Ephesus, there's one thing. You have a chip on your shoulder, and uh, uh, you realize that. Now, when I said that to you, what, did you want to smack me? Did you agree with me? Or what was your thought when I said you got a chip on your shoulder? Um, you know, it was. It had been said to me by people that know me, and yeah. I always was like, whatever, that's just me. But then a complete stranger, it made me really take a look at myself and, you know, why? Why do I have that? You know, everybody's not out to get me. Everybody's not out yep. to, you know, put me down. And, and and honestly, why do I care what they think? Amen. Amen. Yep. But see, that's what we do. We fall into these patterns. And that's why I'm, I'm using this word uh, kind of loosely, obedient. We become obedient to old patterns. And, you know, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And a lot of those belief systems, Bobby Joe, as we talked about, are are in place by the time we're six and seven years old. And a lot of us had traumatic childhoods. A lot of us had had to create belief systems just to survive what we were going through. And the problem is, we're not that six-year-old boy or girl. We're not that seven-year-old girl. We're not that you know eight-year-old boy. We're we're now grown adults. And yet we're running the same programs over and over and over. And we're getting ready to go to a hard break. I want you to stand with me because I want to talk about that because there's a huge change in you. You've softened up. You've come to some realizations. uh, And now you're obedient to a different pattern. And so when we get back from break, I want to talk about that. So stay with us. Uh, I am Mr. Black. We'll be right back. I don't know. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Air Mechanical, family-owned and operated since 1985, leads the metro area in heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical, and now drain cleaning services. Whether it's maintaining your current system, repairing it when it breaks, or installing new equipment, Air Mechanical believes in doing things the right way, not the easy way. They are there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Bryant, whatever it takes. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? I'm hot! Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, 
and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. the, The Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Safety as your life's purpose. Instead of being brave, just live in denial that death is part of reality as you enjoy your passionate pursuit of safety. But just know you can eventually come out of the coffin of your comfort zone once there's no more death in the world. Because then it'll be safe. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. The coffin of your comfort zone. I say that all the time, that our comfort zone is the place where things go to die. Our marriage dies in our comfort zone. Our relationship with God dies in our comfort zone. And that is one thing you will never find in Mr. Black's training classes. You will never find a comfort zone. And if you don't believe me... Just ask anybody that's been through my training. And speaking of that, we are blessed to have an incredible leader on the phone with us right now, uh, Bobby Joe. And uh, Bobby Joe's a graduate of Team 228 last week in Las Vegas. So, Bobby Joe, again, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. So, uh, you heard JP talk about, right, the uh, coffin of our comfort zone. I, I tell you in class, the first night, there's two litmus tests that tells you how well you're doing in my cl- training. Number one, if at any point you feel comfortable, I tell you, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> and number two, uh, you can judge how well you're doing in this training by how many times your breath gets taken away. And not because someone's holding a pillow over your face, <gasps> because you're pushing yourself, right? Because you're getting outside your comfort zone. Uh, are those two statements true? What do you think? Uh, absolutely. One hundred percent. That's right. You lived it, right? You lived it. So, so tell me, uh, you know, what do you think right now? You went through my training. You're you're a powerful leader already. You lead a team of people. You're in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, what do you think uh, the biggest benefit, the biggest takeaway from the training was for you? Well, I think number one was a lot of the stuff that I learned in the class. You know as your day-to-day activities and things you do and even things you've done in the past with your children, I currently do those things. However, something that I took away from the class is, you know, I, I found myself always living in the past and, you know, letting the past define my future. And that is something that I was really able to take that frame and throw that stuff into the garbage and move forward with that frame 
And so um, with that being said, I feel like I hear your voice every day. Yep. Um, yep. Since since I've been gone, and especially when I start to think, you know, negatively, and 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 you know, I think about, you know, Jesus and my faith and moving forward in a stronger faith base. So yep. that, those were two of the the major things um, that I took from the class. Well, again, you were running you're running programs like uh, we all do. We all, you know, I tell people that everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And we are, whether we want to or not, we are slaves to our belief systems. And that makes sense now. And, and, and a lot of our beliefs were put in place a long time ago, some without our knowledge, some without our understanding. Some are what's called threshold experiences where something traumatic, dramatic happened, and just right out of that, a belief system was created. You know, men can't be trust, uh, people over 35 can't be trust, uh, if you open up your mouth, you're going to get hurt, whatever those belief systems are, but they're based on old activities, and a lot of people have misfiled their past uh, into their future, and that chip on your shoulder that you came in with had a lot to do with your past, right? Yes, it did. A lot of... Yeah. Uh, disappointment and letdown and tragedy. Yep. And you and I laughed because uh, I would I started a, a saying and feel free to finish it like you did in class. You know, screw me once, shame on you. What? How's the ending go? Screw me twice, shame on me. Yep. She finished my words because that's what those of us that sometimes get get obedient to a past that we should let go of. Not but yet we're it. obedient to that past. Ain't going to do it. Want to be prudent, right? But yet we do it anyways, even though we're illogical. And uh, you have a lot of pain from your past, and that was basically keeping you from opening up to people in your future. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're a good leader. I mean, I already know you're a good leader and all that, but this is not about good. You know, this is the problem. The training was written for people like you and I, you know, because you and I, let's be honest, we can get away with good enough. You know, 60, 70 percent, our 60 or 70 percent compared to other people is fairly impressive. But there's uh, good enough's not acceptable. Uh, what we're called to be is the best that we can be. And so now that you've softened that chip, you've rounded off those rough edges, what have you, what have you noticed differently this week? So first of all, at work, what have you noticed differently about yourself, how you respond to people at work? Um, I've been a little more open and, you know, engaging, I think, and not so, think, so worried about what they're doing to, you know, possibly put, throw me under the bus, if you will, or something yep. along those lines. So it, it, it's definitely, you know, moving in the right direction and, you know, telling myself every day, I'm better than good enough. I'm, yep. I'm better than that. And, and I know that I am. And, and, and that's, that's what I'm doing, throwing all that stuff into the trash every time. I just, I remember and I picture, right, taking my hand and just throwing it behind me like, nope, yep. it's not going to yep. stop me. It's just not. No, and that's what's the problem. We've had these things happen in the past. We might have opened up and we got taken advantage of in the past. Uh, we might have stepped out and trusted someone and then they did something bad to us. And so what we do is then we say, okay, now we're going to be obedient to now this is a new way. I'm never going to let make myself vulnerable. Uh, I'm never going to let my guard down. And so now we create this belief system that now keeps people at a distance, keeps us uh, edgy, if you will, that chip on our shoulders. 
But the problem is we're running old programs for new experiences, and it doesn't match. It's incongruent. What have you noticed at home different? Um, well, you know, with my husband going through the class as well, you know, we're I, I feel like our relationship is just on a different level. Um, and I don't even know how to explain that, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we're looking at each other and I can see into his heart and he can see into mine. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I got back, we, we discussed, like, who our leaders were, what our mission statements were. And we, we kind of were growing together and helping each other with those things in the past that have held us back. Wow, wow. And how long have you guys been married? We have been married 15, so six years in October, or six years this month, but we've been together for uh, 16 years. Wow, 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 wow. And I would bet the reason it took that long to finally get married is because of stuff from your past, correct? Yeah, I um, I refused marriage because... Yep. I saw broken marriages, my parents, and I wanted to make sure that if you're going to say I do and give these vows in front of God and everybody else, that it's forever and it's not for just right now. Amen. See, again, that's what we're talking about. We're obedient to things from our past. Uh, and at some point, we got to realize, okay, what obedience, who is, what is the God that we're worshiping? Because I don't care if people believe in a deity called God. We all serve a master. And that master, that's what we call God. You and I call Jesus Christ our master. He is our Lord and our Savior. He's not just the one that saves us, but a Lord is master. It's what will you have me do, master? What will you have me do, Lord? It's, uh, they are, they have control over you. And so because of our past and because, uh, of our pain, we become obedient to a path that keeps us free from that pain. The problem is it also keeps us free from growing, keeps us free from becoming our true potential and keeps us free from experiencing the joy and freedom that God's called us to to experience. And, you know, you now uh, are on a new path. You now, matter of fact, I was reading your report this morning, beautiful report you wrote, and you put here in uh, on the Share Your Fire, you said, briefly share what was your biggest block in life. And you were so honest. My biggest block was myself, that I had walls up and a chip on my shoulder to let go of the past. And we really can't have a real future until we let go of the past. And uh, you you experienced that. And how about you had an international f- group? I mean, you had people that barely spoke English. You had people from different backgrounds, different countries. And you guys came together, an incredible team. What was that like to experience that with such different people? You know, it, 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 especially with the language barrier for some of them. And, you know, you walk in there with, with these complete strangers and, and never in your life would you believe that in that in that short amount of time that even with all the differences between each and every one of us, some of us cush life, some of us really hard life, some of us don't even speak English and don't know what the country is about, um, how you all come together for, for a purpose and for a reason to, to really better one another and not just yourself. You know, your main focus, of course, is yourself, but... You're also encouraging those around you to be better people. 
Yeah. And imagine if we got a hold of our government and said, this is how you do it, right? Instead of focusing on all the differences, let's focus on the similarities. We all want to love and be loved. We all want to know we matter. We all want to know we're special. We all want to provide for our families. And we all want to have the chance to accomplish as much as we can accomplish. It sounds to me like we're far more similar than we are different, doesn't it? Absolutely. Amen. Hey, Bobby Joe, I thank you so much. Amen. Amen. I thank you so much. You are such a blessing to me, and I look forward to what God has for us. And you you give my best to Jay and to the team there, okay? All right. Give my best to Mrs. Black as well. I will do, Bobby Joe. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I talk about, you know, I get in the political and cultural issues. Not to be, not, it's not about Biden or Trump. It's not about red or blue. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's like we're, we've got to be obedient to the things that are create freedom, create happiness, and keep America alive. But it seems like right now we're being obedient to a lot of things that are destroying us, that are separating us, that are causing us to hate each other. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about obedience. And what I'm going to question you is, are you being obedient to the proper things? So I am black. We'll be right back. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. As you suffocate your freedoms with the joy of obedience, you'll never have to wonder what it's like in North Korea, because you'll be living it. Enjoy being obedient. Bonjour, you cheese-eating surrender monkeys! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. And I've lost my sheep, and I don't know where to find them. I thought it's still like little Bo Peep, little Bo Peep. Yeah, we got a we got a studio full of sheep, and ladies and gentlemen, we got to make sure we're obedient to the right things. You know, there are two forces out there. One is light, one is dark. Uh, there are two forces out there. The Bible says uh, two patterns. There's one narrow path, and there's one wide path. Uh, I mean, think about this. You know, the rules to radicals. Uh, if you don't know, it's a book by Saul Alinsky. Uh, Hillary Clinton studied with him. She brags about it. Uh, uh, the Democratic Party, uh, it's their manual. I'm not being mean. I'm being honest. I mean, just look up Google um, Hillary Clinton. She studied, I'm pretty sure, with Saul Alinsky. And his book, uh, Rules to Radicals, is a pragmatic primer for realistic radicals. What is a radical? A radical is somebody that doesn't follow the patterns, right? Right? They're not obedient. Matter of fact, in the book, Rules to Radicals, here is the foreword. I'm going to read you the foreword word for word. I'm not making any of this up. Quote, lest we forget at least an over-the-shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical from all of our legends, mythology, and history, and who is to know where mythology leaves off and history begins or which is which, the first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom, Lucifer. Could it be? Yep. You know the thing. I, I, I'm just telling you, this is what Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, They this is their manual. Uh, and, you know, we I know we don't like to talk about it, but we got to be aware. There are two forces in this world, and one's, one, you're either following the God of the universe or you're following his enemy. And, of course, you don't realize it. You don't know that. But that's what's going on, and right now, it's getting really strange. Look at what's going on around, I mean, here in Arlington, Mansfield, Texas, right up the street from me. There's an active shooter. They got called in this morning at one school. It was like a, I forgot the name of it, something, Washington, up the street, and it was a false alarm. And then right down the street at Timberview High School in Mansfield, there, that's where the active shooting took place. Uh, and four people were injured. And people are stuffing, 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 snapping. People are getting fed up. It's getting too much. 
it's getting all this stuff. I mean, I just heard today that a kidney recipient, someone who's supposed to receive a kidney now, is not getting her kidney because she wouldn't get her shot. She's not vaccinated. Yeah. How about this one? This was in the news yesterday. Portland cops back off from man pounding on restaurant door to give him space. Soon he breaks door with grapefruit-sized rock. Staff hide in the freezer. This is a true. This is a story. Portland police said officers responded to a report of someone pounding on the door at a restaurant. Ready for this? At 1 a.m. The restaurant's dining room was closed, police said, but employees still were working the drive-thru. So police officers, along with enhanced crisis intervention team, this is what they have in these liberal cities. Now, Portland now, uh, not just police officers, they're called enhanced crisis intervention teams. What? C-I-T's, yep. Uh, And what they do is they specialize in crisis communication. So they talk to the man, police said. The ECIT officer used de-escalation techniques, including giving the man time and space. They won't give us time and space. They're mandating that we have to have shots. They're mandating that you get fired if you don't do this. They ma- But yet, we're going to give criminals, ready for this? We're going to give him time and space. But soon, the man broke the restaurant's glass door. He didn't take that time and space and use it wisely. So he didn't want to be obedient to the police. He wanted to be obedient to his hatefulness. So he broke the window, ready for this, and then broke into the store. With that, employees hid in a freezer room to get away from the man. Cops chased the suspect inside, but he barricaded himself in a room, police added. So officers evacuated employees, got down to negotiating with the man. Uh, After a lengthy communication period, an officer used a sledgehammer to break a window to allow another officer to deploy pepper spray. At that point, police said the suspect surrendered. Now, I want you to think about this. This is three hours later. So now they have an entire employees all traumatized. They have this store destroyed. Uh, they have pepper spray. So this restaurant's probably shut down for a couple weeks, couple months. All these employees are, are stunned. They got PTSD now. Uh, and why? Because they were going to give this criminal some time and space. See, it's, we, it's only those of us that are law-abiding that have to be obedient. How about this one? ESPN Sage Steele is reportedly pulled from air, apologizes for criticizing Disney's vaccine mandate. So you're not even allowed to criticize the mandate. ESPN host Sage Still has issued a public apology for criticizing Disney's vaccine mandate. Last week, Still told former Chicago Bears quarterback Jay Cutler on his podcast, Uncut with Jay Cutler, that she didn't want to get vaccinated against COVID-19 and only did so because the company's sick and scary mandate. Quote, I work for a company that mandates it, and I had until September 30 to get it done or I'm out, Still told Cutler. I respect everyone's decision. I really do. But to mandate, it is sick, and it's scary to me in many ways. Incredible. How about this one? Parents respond to DOJ school board statements. I am what a domestic terrorist looks like. Do you know what the what was happening to Joe Biden's Department of Justice? They are now telling parents they have no say-so. Uh, in their children's education, that you have no right to question people. You have no right to question the school board about teaching them critical race theory. You have no right to do anything like that. See, you're to be obedient to the government. You're to be obedient, but except if you're a criminal. 
You don't have to be obedient. Remember that, that guy in Portland? And how about all those illegal aliens that come across the border? They're violating laws. They're entering our country illegally. None of them are tests for COVID-19. They all get money. They all get put up in the hotels. They all get, free, I mean, free, free. do you see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? We're all called to be obedient except people here illegally, except criminals. And so, ladies and gentlemen, at some point we got to realize, what are you being obedient to? This country was founded upon people that were not obedient to the British. They said, we're not going to have you control us. We're not going to have you tax us without representation. We're not going to have you control what our, our faith is. And that's how the whole rebellion started. And yet the rules to radical brag about being a radical, brag about rebellion, that, you know, the whole 60s movement was rebelling against the government, was rebelling against what people said and did. And now rebellion is, you're called a, a terrorist, that the biggest threat to this country right now is white Christians. Now think about this. Stop for a moment. Not ISIS, not uh, not North Korea, not the uh, having no borders, and anybody that wants to come across can come across with whatever disease. Look at the fentanyl. Do you realize fentanyl is killing far more people, young people, than any COVID is? But no one's doing anything to stop fentanyl coming across. No one's stopping the Chinese from bringing in those drugs. No one's stopping the Mexican cartels. But, you know, and be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, we got to realize that, you know, a lot of you won't eat, right? You buy everything non-GMO. What does GMO mean? Genetically modified. Some of you would not think you are obedient to never putting anything genetically modified in your mouth. You don't want to eat it. You won't even eat regular uh, meat. It has to be grass-fed. And yet, we're supposed to allow them to put an injection in us that genetically alters you. I mean, it, they're not saying it. They're saying mRNA. What do you think mRNA is? Modified RNA. They're modifying you genetically. Do you know anything that's natural cannot be patented? You can't patent sugar. You can't patent a piece of fruit. It's natural. But if you genetically alter it, you can now patent it. And we are genetically altering human beings. Think about that. Just stop for a moment. Forget who you voted for. Some of you are so interested in your blue team winning that you can't see anything else. Again, what are you being obedient to? Are you being obedient to a, a party? Are you being obedient to Joe Biden? Or are you being obedient to the Constitution? Are you being obedient to your past? Or are you being obedient to what's best for you for your future? I'm going to tell you right now. I am not okay with the government altering my genetic makeup. I am not okay with them putting a spike protein in my body. The spike protein they put in the body causes damage in m many other ways. It's going to cause ripple effects of diseases. I'm not okay putting aborted body parts in my body. Or am I open to putting luciferase in my body? I don't glow. So ladies and gentlemen, we got to make sure if we're being obedient, we're being obedient to the right things. I am Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. No one's really going to be free until nerd persecution ends.
I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Ringing Liberty at... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.